what's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino, Kyle Krabs, and Chris Schubert from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this Thursday episode of the show. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Kyle, happy Thursday to you. Happy Thursday. Today's first of a series. This is not the first time we've done this series. Do you remember? It wasn't last offseason. It was the offseason before. Mm -hmm. And uh, didn't we end up drafting our way up? Or we, we picked our favorite at the end of it? And then we played a Madden game that we watched yes. at your house together. And my team pooped its pants multiple times in the red zone and wind well, up Well, yeah, you, you got down inside the 15-yard line there and uh, didn't take a timeout. And time ran out in the first half, left three points on the board, and I think I won by three points. So. Yeah, it was pretty sad. But we didn't play it. The computer played against itself, but it was the teams that we had <laughs> selected clashing against each other. So it was really fun. So maybe we'll do that again this time around, Joe, because we're picking all divisional teams – across all eight of the divisions in the NFL. Yeah, today's the NFC West. And I, Kyle, I can already feel people being mad at us, right? Like, not happy that we didn't pick the player from their team. But this is our own personal preferences, right? To build a starting lineup using players in this division. And so we are going to contrast our individual selections and see how they stack up. There's... um. There were some very difficult position groups for better and for worse. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Uh, so we are giving ourselves the liberty to have the offense or defense that we choose. So if you want to go 11 personnel, 12 personnel based on you know, the people that you have available in the division, you can go base nickel, 3 4, 4 3, whatever you want. So that's how we are crafting these lineups. And um, I'm ready if you are. I am ready. Shuby, can you guide us so that you you guys want to? It's so popular in the most recent episode of the show. You want me to do the countdown again? That's what you were asking uh, for. No, no, I just want just, just steer us. <laughs> all right, quarterback. There you go. I've steered you guys. Yeah, perfect. Right. So, Joe, your quarterback is Russell Wilson, correct? Wow. Yeah, it is. Same. It's like you have access to my spreadsheet or something. I don't. I don't. But I was just making the leap of faith that Matt Stafford wasn't going to tempt you um, <laughs> in a direction no. that you didn't want to go. And obviously, uh, listen, I know if there was ever a time to, to not pick Russell Wilson in the NFC West, it would be right now because he started out hot the first half of the season. He was an MV, legit MVP candidate. And then Seattle tailed off a little bit towards the back half of the season. They lost that game to the Giants uh, and Matt Stafford coming in and kind of being like the shiny new toy over here in the corner. Hey, don't forget about me. I get why people's minds might go that direction, but at the end of the day, Russell Wilson has one of the best pedigrees of yeah. quarterbacks in the NFL. He has never experienced a losing season at the NFL level. And I understand that's the wins are not a quarterback stat, but Russell has oftentimes pulled the rabbit out of his hat to mm -hmm. ensure that Seattle has not had losing seasons. So yeah, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson at quarterback. Yep. No Correct. doubt. Correct. Running, Running back. back. 
All right, I think this is where things got a little bit interesting. I'll, I'll give you my pick first. I went with Cam Akers from the Los Angeles Rams. Um, I, I don't think it's a very strong running back division in terms of there being a clear-cut answer here. And so what I went with was the guy that I think gives me the most balanced skill set. I love what Cam can be as a receiver. I like him as an inside and outside runner, and he's very competitive in pass protection, and he's young, right? So I, I bought into all of those characteristics. I like his footwork. I like his athleticism. I like his physical you know, traits in terms of size and body composition. I thought he was the guy that I thought did the most and has the most upside. Well, that's the big sticking point, right, is if you're going off the most accomplished back, it's probably Chris Carson, right? He had a 1,200-yard season in 2019. He obviously dealt with some injuries. His carry load was cut in half, uh, but his pace per carry on yardage and touchdowns was better than the year prior. Um, But I also went with Cam Akers uh, because, as you said, the ceiling there is the big dividing factor, and Cam is obviously uh, very, very gifted in a blend of size, explosiveness that – is going to translate to just about any offense. And and you saw the Rams and uh, they kind of embraced him as the season went on last year. And, you know, I would be remiss to not at least mention Raheem Mostert, right. A- as another guy who's had production, uh, but with no clear cut answer, I'm going to go with the guy with the highest ceiling. And that is Cam Akers. I think this is a good point to interject this point. This is 100% our own personal bias bleeding into these choices, right? So Correct. Yeah, there's I mean, there's no science or right. no secret ingredient in the sausage that's being made here. It's it's yeah. literally just hmm, I'm going to look at the the groups and I'm going to pick the guy I would want. And that's right. that's literally this is a very right. biased exercise in the, right. the literal definition of bias. Yep. Wide receiver. Do you want to reveal all three yeah at the same time? Yeah, would just you like, like give us give us the group, right? Yeah. Would you like mine? Sure. Okay. Oh, I've got DeAndre Hopkins, Arizona Cardinals, DK Metcalf, Seattle Seahawks, and I think this is where maybe there's some room <laughs> for differentiation because I'd be stunned if you don't have Hopkins and DK. Okay. Cooper Cup is yeah. my third choice. All right, so we're both going 11 personnel, which yes. I like because that's yes. that's what I did as well. Um, so, yes, I have Hopkins and DK Metcalf. I don't I, – I'd just be surprised if anybody picks something differently. I did have a different wide receiver three, I guess, the slot guy, and for me, I went with Robert Lockett. Woods. Okay, okay. I thought about – Lockett was the other guy that I really considered. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Woods, man, I just think about that with two guys in Metcalf and – in, in Hopkins that could be really dynamic outside and win down the field and you know just rare physical gifts in terms of their ability to elevate and extend their catch radius and then a really nuanced route runner in Robert Woods that can be my slot receiver and I mean this guy's been unbelievably productive for the Rams I mean I, I enjoyed him in Buffalo but he was always a player that when I watched him and saw him fumble through all the bad quarterbacks that the Bills had while he was there I always said this guy's going to be so much better for his next team. And that's been exactly the case. I mean, they get this guy involved like 
not just as a receiver, but they hand him the ball sometimes too. I mean, he had 24 rushing attempts last year. I mean, it's mm-hmm. very creative how they get him going. And uh, I just liked how he complimented uh, the other two receivers. But, I mean, Cooper Cup's a great choice as well. Yeah, I mean, for Cup, it was kind of the chain mover type. You know, the, the the reliable guy over the middle of the field. He's pretty diverse as a route runner. He's obviously had a couple bangs and bumps along the way. But, you know, he managed to catch 94 and 92 footballs over the last two seasons for a combined almost 2,100 yards. So, He's he's been a productive player the last two years for the Rams, and uh, I like that I st- I still get a little bit of size too at six two two oh eight. So I, I've just got like a really big receiving core. And, and you think about Russ and how he likes to kind of live on the edge sometimes, and he's willing to throw tight footballs. And uh, I really tried to keep some integrity as far as just not picking the best players at each spot, but really trying to have a vision of like, how would all of these pieces fit and complement one another? I think that was something, especially on the defensive side of the ball that I really struggled with uh, as far as keeping integrity for what's my front going to be and how am I going to marry coverage behind that and who can play down if I go in a nickel and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, the complementary styles of Hopkins who is super cerebral, Cup, really polished as a route runner. Metcalf, he's the guy that's just the explosive weapon to go vertical, take the top off things, and really create a lot of space underneath. Tight end to close out the skill position players. It's Kittle, right? George, George Kittle. Kittle. Done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you want me to say? It's best tight end in the league. Yep, that's, uh, that's real simple. RockAuto.com is a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure you write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need over at rockauto.com. Offensive line to close out uh, the offensive side of the ball. You guys want to start from left tackle and work your way across? Sure. It's yeah. good. This was hard. Yeah. This was this was not an easy group to sort out. Um, Joe, I gave you wide receivers first. Do you want to go offensive line first? Yeah. So you just want me to give you my left tackle? No, just go left to right. Oh, yeah, okay, just go from the left tackle and come all the way across. Yeah. All right. Left tackle, Trent Williams, San Francisco 49ers. My left guard. Now, this one this one I think could be met with some resistance, but I'm going with Damian Lewis from the Seattle Seahawks. Um, man, he was so good last year, and I know that he had some – like, didn't they play him at tackle for a couple games? It's like, what are we doing? Uh, so I'm throwing that out the door. We're keeping him at guard, and with – Trent Williams on one side and Rodney Hudson as my center, who I think has been probably the most consistent center over the last like decade in the NFL. Uh, now a member of the Arizona Cardinals. I feel really good about maximizing Lewis at left guard. At right guard, we have Gabe Jackson, now a member of the Seattle Seahawks. 
And then the right tackle is Dwayne Brown, also of the Seattle Seahawks. He's bumps over from left tackle. So it's interesting. I have three Seattle Seahawks players on my offensive line. So I think we could probably start uh, throwing out the idea that they don't have what it takes up front to block for Russ Wilson. You to complete coward. To take what, Dwayne, what was to, to take Dwayne, Dwayne Brown and play him at right tackle. If you have that much of an exception, then my choice is Mike McGlinchey to play right tackle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's kind of just mad I didn't think of it. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> so I Trent Williams at left tackle, Lakin Tomlinson. Uh, I get the duo from San Francisco at uh, the left side of the offensive line, and then Rodney Hudson and Gabe Jackson. Uh, at center and right guard, and then I had Mike McGlinchey pegged to be my starting right tackle. Uh, I assume, Joe, both of these offenses are very inside zone and gap heavy because yeah. the kind of people we got are body movers, and uh, you you get that working for Cam Akers, you can manufacture a lot of push in the run game. Yeah. So offensively, what do we have different? Uh, slot receiver um, and right tackle and left guard. Yes. Yep. Yeah. All right. So three different there. Okay. That's fine. Uh, defensively, and I don't want to just put out a, a group because I don't know how you guys created your defenses. Did you guys go with the same base personnel here? I'm in nickel. Nickel as well. Okay. Yeah, with the four four down linemen. Okay. Four so- down, four man front nickel defense. Yes. Okay, so now that we're all on the same page, go ahead, Kyle. I just want to give a shout-out. I did pick a 12th man uh, on defense just to have (sighs) a interior nose tackle if I was going to not play, Uh, and I want to give a shout-out to Puna Ford because if I'm I'm in base, Puna (laughs) Ford would be on the field. All right, fair enough. So you want to go edge and then interior? Yeah, I was going to say Kyle go first since Joe went first on the defense, on the offensive line. Okay. Uh, so my edge group is Nick Bosa and Chandler Jones. Chalk. I mean, yeah. <laughs> number two overall pick. Bosa was phenomenal when he was healthy. Chandler Jones remains one of the most underrated defensive players of kind of this past decade of playing football. And his sack production is just outrageously good. And, uh, I'm excited to see what it looks like this year with J.J. Watt also there in the front for them to kind of manufacture some attention elsewhere. And uh, yeah, I, Chandler Jones, I'd, I'd be surprised anybody went any other direction, especially when you hear what we both probably have cooked up for the interior <laughs> defensive line as well. Yeah, Bosa and Jones. It's simple. Interior? So defensive, yeah, interior defensive tackle. Our Aaron Donald, obviously one of the choices here. I don't, I don't know if anyone's taken a quick moment to look at this guy's resume since entering the league in 2014. Three-time defensive player of the year, six-time first uh, team it, it, pro. It is three-time with an asterisk. Three-time with an asterisk. Why is that an asterisk? Because he had his, he had his third most productive season in the last three seasons this past year, and he somehow won the award over a guy who got 10 interceptions for the first time since, like, 2006. Sets a high bar, man. Sets a high bar. He, he, he can't it's be outrageous. the standard. outrageous. 
Uh, just I, give him I'm, the I'm, just give him the award every year now if he plays more than half the season. Oh no, that's the standard that's been set now. Is are you concerned about his run defense as well? Or are we good? No, there? Uh, unlike <laughs> like some in the space, I think Aaron Donald's disruptive <laughs> abilities translate to playing both the pass and the run. All right, so the other defensive tackle spot I think is one that is interesting, and because I have such a good pass rush trio in Bosa. Jones and Donald. Oh, no. I, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what are you doing here? I went with uh, a, a big bodied guy that I think can be an A-gap player for me that um, can really be an anchor against the run, especially when I'm going base nickel. And that's Zach Kerr, one tech from the San Francisco 49ers. You didn't, pick Javon, you didn't even pick Javon Kinlaw. You picked Zach no, because Kerr. I, Kinlaw and is Donald is not first? a good. No, come on. Kinlaw and Donald are not a complimentary pair of of defensive tackles for this defense. You still got to stop the run a little bit, right? So pick Puna Ford and just acknowledge he's your twelfth man. And well, I didn't do that. Okay, I get a twelfth man. My twelfth man's uh, Zach Kerr and and Kinlaw is playing next to Donald. If okay, if I can do that, then I'll do that. And I still pick JJ Watt over whoever you were going to have in that oh, other spot. Wow. Oh wow. You went with J.J. Watt? Yes. Wow. Okay. I'm playing base nickel. And okay. I under I understand that there's going to be a challenge. If you're going to run dive at me, I'm going to be in trouble. But that's why I had to have the acknowledgement that Puna Ford and, – and listen, what I would do is I would take my nickel corner off the field, I put Puna Ford in, and then I would just move Chandler Jones – to play one of the linebacker spots and play an odd front. So then I'd have Puna Ford, Aaron Donald, J.J. Watt with Nick Bosa and Chandler Jones walked up outside. Yeah, I think you have good process here. Right? Okay, so, well, now, hey, look, now this will set the tone for some of the ideas I'll have for the other divisions. That's now. great. You know, we got to finesse it where we can, like putting Dwayne right. Brown at, at right tackle, you know? Oh. So... See that was less of a of a stretch than what you. I did just here. had to explain the process because I, I understand. Sure. I understand. Yeah. You know, I said, "Oh, I'm really trying to have integrity and make sure you know that the pieces fit together." And then I'm going to pick JJ Watt and Aaron Donald and put them in the interior and say, "Yeah, there's my interior right. front." Like I get it, but I'm not playing ba- nickel defense on second or third and one. I'm not. So that's that's the answer to that criticism that I'll get, but. Find me a better pass rushing four man front than Nick Bosa, Aaron Donald, JJ Watt, and Chandler Jones right now. Yeah, I don't think he can do it. It's very, I like, I like it, Kyle. Well done. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you could track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and the UFC. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. And check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit in the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in the game. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code LOCKEDON. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. So it's a little early for me, but I think I've got the rest of this figured out. Two linebackers, three corners, two safeties? Yes. Perfect. Yes. I was worried Joe was going to say he had three safeties and throws for a loop there. 
But I was worried you were going to say that. <laughs> you, bo- you both you both paused as if I had said something incorrect. Because so I think I was... we both had the same concern about each other. Right, right. It's the uh, <laughs> Spider-Man pointing meme sitting here waiting. Yeah. Uh, start with your linebackers. Uh, I guess Spot, it's me, it's... I, Wagner and Warner, right? Yes, that is the yeah. correct duo. Fred Warner, San Francisco, Bobby Wagner. Uh, find me a better all-around duo of linebackers in the <laughs> NFL right now, too, right? They play the run, they play yeah. the pass, they can pressure and blitz. Yeah, th- this was a no-brainer as far as getting those two guys on here behind a, a really talented front, no matter how you're stacking them. Cornerback. So we'll go outside, outside nickel. Yep. Want to acknowledge the nickel last. Okay, so my outside corners are a pair of Los Angeles Rams. I have Jalen Ramsey and Darius Williams. And my nickel corner is Byron Murphy from the Arizona Cardinals. All right, so I have the same Rams pair of Darius Williams and Jalen Ramsey. My slot corner. Jason Verrett from the San Francisco oh, 49ers. Good. Yeah. It's a good pick. You, so um you love Byron Murphy. I could tell. Like you you have a very, very soft spot for him. I, I like good, good football player. players. I like good he's football players. He's good players. players. Yeah. I got a look from Chris. I don't know what that was about. Oh well, in the pre-show, I told um Shuby that I had four Cardinals players and he thought that was too many. So I, and, and I one kidding. of the one okay, I was kidding. I said because <laughs> Joe said I have four Cardinals players. I said that's four too many. Fully recognizing the four that he picked. I guessed all four, but uh I'm one not, I'm not, not a Byron, Byron Murphy, Murphy guy. I'm not a Byron Murphy guy. <laughs> Byron Murphy's coming around, man. He got better from year one to year two. He was injured in year one, too, right? Wasn't that like he, kind of a no, thing? He played all he played all 16 games. Oh, I thought he had some. Let me oh, let's uh, continue. Let's continue for, this conversation. But I'm about to potentially crack on on Chris here for some that, ignorance. That's, and, that's you could do, whatever. That's fine. Uh, your two safeties. Uh, I have Buda Baker and Jamal Adams. That and, is also the correct. Yeah, pairing. I mean, I don't necessarily like that. You're probably viewing Buda as like a deep safety only because Jamal is is such a a, a low guy. But I'm pretty comfortable. Like, I don't think we have to do that. Like, like, I still think we can maximize both of those skill sets because of everything else that this team has. You know, I could still play him closer to the line of scrimmage as well. Or, you know, not necessarily having to play him 20 yards off the ball. Chris. Yes. Byron took 70% of his snaps his rookie season at outside corner. You want to be mad at somebody for Byron not being good. Be mad at the coaching staff for thinking he could play outside. Don't be mad at Byron. He Listen, took 750 snaps as an outside corner as a rookie and less than 300 in the nickel. I guarantee anybody that did an eval on film on Byron or on, on Byron Murphy said he's going to be a really good nickel at 5'10 five, five, and a half, 190 pounds. Give me, give me the snap breakdown for this season. It was flipped around the other way. He took 572 in the slot, and he took 170 outside on the perimeter. Okay. And he was better this year than he was yeah, last so he, year. No, he, he, he has to play inside. Like, he cannot play outside. 
but they don't Which have is great because I picked them to play nickel. Right, but they just don't have any other corners. And so everybody's like, oh, they have Byron Murphy. And I'm like, they really don't because he can only play one spot. Right. Well, and this is the, the dangerous game of musical chairs that you start playing with talent too. And we're, we saw this a little bit with Isaiah Simmons and we saw this with Hassan Reddick, where if you're going to develop ta- draft and develop talent, you have to give them a chance to play in the role in which their long-term fit is. Don't push them somewhere else because you have a need there and make two spots worse. And now you're derailing that, derailing that player's development because we saw for Hassan Reddick, it literally took four years to figure it out because they drafted him to play stack linebacker. I think Marcus Golden was a guy that went down his rookie season halfway through. They said, okay, Hassan, why don't you go up and rush the passer? And he stunk because he wasn't supposed to be doing that. And then you get Isaiah Simmons and you bring him in and you say, hey, we're going to play you all over the place instead of just learning a spot. And he stunk because he's not supposed to be doing that. And then you draft Byron Murphy to play nickel, but you don't have any of the corners. So you play him outside and he stinks. And you wonder why. So there's a common theme here. Stop playing guys out of position when you're trying to develop them. Huh. It's as if they might do that with their first round pick this year. It's exactly right. Saving Collins, what a what an opportunity he's walking into here. And he's gonna play (laughs) Hassan's Hassan's role as a pass rusher. He played on the line of scrimmage like 150 snaps last year. Right. Can I make an observation about your guys' list here? Please do. I do not mean this statement to be a shot at, at either of you. This felt like a pretty easy division to put together. It was I, very. I think, I think by the time this is all said and done, the NFC West is going to be in the group of divisions that was easiest to do. Is the point well, I'm most, trying to make? Most most common ground, I think. You know where where I struggled was the offensive line and how to structure the defense. And once I decided how to structure the defense, I thought it was very. Chalk because Joe mentioned the conflict about having an A gap defender, and it was like, do I take Kinlaw? Uh, I thought a little bit about Eric Armstead as well. Uh, those were the two conflicts for me. But yes, I think from a talent perspective, it's pretty cut and dry who has the best talent where in each position group in this division. One thing that I'm tracking that I'm anxious to see when this is all said and done is market share by team. So I have seven Seahawks, four Cardinals, six 49ers, and five Rams. And not that it's a a clean experiment across the entire NFL, but which teams within the res- within the respective division claim the most and least market share? I think that's something that'll be interesting. So uh, so- something I'm tracking from the beginning here. Now, now you got me ready to add it up. Real quick, who's your pick for head coach? Who's coaching this team? It's not Cliff, right? <laughs> so you're looking at McVay. It's it's got to it's got to it's got to. If I was going to do Shanahan, my offense would look different. Okay. So it's got to be McVay for me. I would go and, McVay. Yeah, regardless. Okay. Yeah, I think that's. I probably would have. And I know it it seems as though San Francisco's getting ready to transition to more between the tackles running, right? With the, the influx and in talent that they Aaron Banks and Trey Sermon and, and obviously mm-hmm. Trey Lance. Like we're anticipating they're gonna run the ball between the tackles more instead of just wide zone, wide zone, wide zone, wide zone to death. Uh, but yeah, I probably would have picked a little bit different looking personnel if I was gonna run Shanahan's 
true offense. Whereas with the Rams and, and Cam Akers and, you know, that they've already, there's less dependency on the run game or the quarterback run game based on what we're anticipating with Trey Lance. Uh, we've already seen that transition start to take place with Cam Akers uh, to be a little bit more physical attack style run game instead of stretch you all the way to the boundary. Uh, so McVay has already started that transition and I feel good about where that's at. So I'm taking Sean McVay. So the way the podcast is going to look over the next several weeks is you're going to get two of these. You're going to get two of the building the perfect blank position and then one free for all. So it's going to be a nice uh, little stretch here as we complement that with our live streams that feature obviously the interactive show and then um, uh, the predictive, right? We're picking all the games in the schedule. Yep. So I really like what's what's brewing here with the Draft Dudes podcast. And by the, the way, streams. by yeah. the way, gentlemen, I have a story for tomorrow's show, the Friday free for all. I've been sitting on it all week because I want to discuss something and a contract that was just given out. And that's all I'll tease. And it's it, it, it's only purpose. The only place it can go is the Friday free for all, and I cannot wait. Okay, so you're just gonna have to find out and come back and see what's grinding Chris's gears here on the Friday version of the Friday free for all. So, I'm Kyle Crafts with Joe Marino and Chris Schubert. Thanks as always for checking out the Draft Dudes. We hope you hit subscribe, follow along. We'll have a great off season together. Great summer. Thanks as always for listening.